Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pony Stampede Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Billy Embody. Appreciate you guys being here as we continue on with SMU football coverage. But we also have a lot to get to on the basketball front as well with a piece of news coming out as the coaching carousel for 2020 was not done just yet. And we're going to get to that news right away as Multiple sources have told 24-7 Sports, Horns 247, uh, Pony Stampede, that SMU assistant KT Turner will take a spot on Shaka Smart staff at Texas uh, in one of the two open positions on the staff. I would expect it at this point to be associate head coach. He'll get a raise uh, and a lucrative offer uh, has been accepted from what we've been told by KT Turner and he will leave SMU after seven seasons on staff here, including the last four as associate head coach under Tim Jankovic. So a big loss for Tim Jankovic on his coaching staff. KT Turner, especially last summer, as most of you remember on the board, really took kind of the roster into his own hands, landing Tyson Jolly, landing Kendrick Davis. And he's been a veteran voice on that staff for a while and, and probably somebody the players looked up the most to, I mean, quite frankly. I mean, he is really, really close uh, with this roster at SMU. And he's also familiar with the roster at Texas. He recruited a lot of those guys when he was at SMU. And and uh, so he's get, getting into a very familiar situation as far as players go. Uh, he's had some uh, people who have been around Shaka Smart uh, tell him good things. Shaka Smart has eight former assistants that are currently head coaches in the college ranks. So there's some career development there as well in Austin. And while he was certainly on the hot seat at certain points last year, he finished strong. And I, I would say that uh, things are at least kind of trending back in the right direction for Shaka Smart. He adds KT Turner to the staff, and it's a big addition for him. I think KT Turner will have a chance to really do some special things there, especially on the recruiting front. Uh, he'll have, uh, I think, more autonomy there as well. Uh, than he did under Tim Jankovic to uh, make some personnel decisions. So a good fit for KT Turner and quite frankly, an offer that he couldn't really turn down uh, from what I've heard. So he's expected to uh, join the Texas staff. And now SMU will have an open coaching staff spot that they've got to fill with really the season coming up. If things are trending in the right direction for them to play this year, it'll be a quick turnaround for Tim Jankovic. I think when you look at what they could do, I think there's a good chance you see somebody come in from the outside. But I'll also say that I think Sean Stout, who's the director of bas- basketball operations, he's been on SMU staff for the past eight years, is a very strong uh, candidate, I would say, in my opinion, he, and he should be. He's done a really good job, uh, not only just running the things behind the scenes, but he stepped in last summer when Sean Forrest left. Uh, the program to to be on the recruiting trail. He helps with the scouting of, of opponents. And just overall, he seems like a really good guy and somebody that's ready to move up in the in the coaching ranks. And 
I think Yafet King, while he's only been here a season, it wouldn't su- surprise me he, if he could be an associate head coach too uh, for Tim Jankovic. And of course, Jay Duncan has been a- around Tim Jankovic a while. And it'll be interesting to see. Maybe he doesn't go with an associate head coach and maybe he just elevates somebody or uh, brings in somebody from the outside that he knows and trusts on on that front as well. So we will continue to now track what will be a an assistant coaching search for SMU basketball uh, in a critical season. It, it's uh, We're not going to spend too much time talking about what needs to happen this year because, quite frankly, football season is here. There's a, there's a ton of news to get to. And then also, um, you know, I think everybody knows what needs to happen this year for SMU basketball uh, to take a step in the right direction for Tim Jankovic if it's if it's him moving forward or uh, if things don't trend the right way what will happen next uh, for the program so SMU like I said will now go ahead and search for a a a new assistant coach Uh, we kind of got wind of it late weekend uh, early Monday and and uh, by the time Monday night rolled around uh we were certainly ready to let you guys know on the board that uh, it, it had trended to the point where KT Turner is uh, planning to accept that offer and, and move on to Austin. So a great run in Dallas for KT Turner. I think probably wishes it could have uh, ended a little bit differently. I think he's somebody who's ready to take the next step in his career. I know he wants to be a head coach at some point as well. So he goes to a place that has a head coach that has a, a pretty good track record right now of putting assistants uh, into new roles uh, and and improving their position and then uh, ultimately going on and, and becoming head coaches. So KT Turner leaves SMU uh, if, if barring something crazy happening after seven years and last four seasons as associate head coach, he's headed to the University of Texas. Also wanted to follow up on a story that we did last week on Wade Taylor, the Lancaster point guard. Uh, he has picked up a crystal ball pick for Texas A&M from our buddy Andrew Hattersley. So the Aggies seem to be trending in the right direction there. He released his top five on Monday night, and that included SMU as well as Texas A&M, uh, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and Virginia Tech. And now it looks like I would say that SMU won't end up landing KT or excuse me, landing Wade Taylor just with the turnover now, and and certainly uh, the um, the you know, way that he had been recruited, KT Turner really, um, really just prioritized him from the start. And now uh, he's gone and and it'll be really tough for SMU to land Wade Taylor, somebody they've been on for quite some time now. So a blow on the recruiting trail as well uh, without KT Turner uh, around. So uh, that will wrap it up on the basketball front. And we are going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to go football heavy. SMU has seen some players opt out. Uh, We've got uh, some tidbits to share for you guys as well. Savion Bird uh, went and visited Oklahoma this past weekend. So we've got a lot to talk about as SMU uh, football is just under two weeks away from playing its regular season opener against Texas State. So we will do that on the other side of this break from the Pony Stampede podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Pony Stampede Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Quick reminder, leave us a rating, leave us a review, and subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate you guys that have done that. And let everyone know uh, where to listen to us as well. If if, uh, you might have some folks that are looking for a new listen on the podcast front as the college football season approaches. Let's start with uh, quite a few things to get to here, but I want to start with the two opt-outs that SMU had in the last week. One, Mike Williams, the Stanford graduate transfer, who uh, opted to not participate this fall with SMU football and plans to play in 2021 with the program. And Look, if you're a subscriber on Pony Stampede, by the way, shameless plug to subscribe to the site, you knew about this way before he announced his plans on uh, Twitter to do so. And uh, from what we've gathered, it was just a situation where he has a condition and he would like to uh, obviously gather more information about where things stand, I think, over the the next year with COVID and um, not risk uh, his uh, condition and and. His, his livelihood and, and go ahead and opt out of the 2020 season. And I don't have any problem with that at all. We'll never question a player if they don't feel safe uh, playing this season, especially if they have uh, health conditions that they've got to be concerned about and, and pay attention to on their own front. But it does leave SMU in a position where the defensive line, even though SMU is going to more three-man front looks, I think, this year, you miss out on a veteran college football player similar to Zach Abercrombie. I think Mike could have had a, a little bit better of a trajectory uh, this coming fall than Zach did. But you have a, a defensive line now with Terrence Newman. Uh, you have uh, Elijah Chapman, Harrison Loveless, Junior Ajo, Devere Levelston, Turner Cox. You do have some depth uh, there. And I mentioned Turner, even though he's at a defensive end. But I'm just speaking to the depth overall that this unit has. And then you add in guys like Gary Wiley and Toby and Duckway, Nelson Paul. Um, there's a lot of talent. Uh, and Shabazz Dotson has, quite frankly, looked the part as well uh, this year in fall, fall camp from what I've been told. So the defensive tackle spot, I'm not as concerned about without Big Mike there this year. I think next year is the one that I would really uh, kind of keep an eye on just because you want veteran defensive tackles and and. I think there's uh, it's just going to give SMU a little bit more of a boost uh, than people think. I think this year you have some guys that are really poised to break out, and Mike would have been a big piece in that rotation. So, but he's uh, he hadn't been with the team for a minute now, so this isn't f- like new uh, for them to to kind of have to deal with. Just uh, under two weeks away from Texas State, he basically didn't practice uh, following the first few practices. He he went ahead and made that decision to opt out. Uh, he's going to remain in school and, and then play in 2021. Eric Sutton, defensive back corner, uh, who was hurt much of last year, but has played in a lot of football games. He, he played in 37 games 
uh, at SMU. He's going to opt out of the 2020 season and graduate and transfer. He's entered the NCAA transfer portal. And so while you miss a veteran player, a, a senior, um, I don't think it's necessarily a big loss in terms of the corner position uh, defensively. He would have been a really strong special teams player for SMU. Uh, that they missed last year when he was hurt. Uh, but overall, I mean, just a, a Cedar Hill kid. It, it didn't really ever click, I think, fully for Eric Sutton. But he's a he's a great guy. Uh, he's he was very complimentary of SMU. Both him and Mike Williams were very complimentary of SMU when they opted out of the season. But he'll be moving on to play somewhere else in 2021. Hopefully, get some more playing time. I think with Brandon Stevens and Armani Johnson back, as well as the emergence of Brian Massey and Brandon Crosley. Sam Westfall, guys like that in fall camp, you've really got a, a cornerback room that is night and day from last year. At, going into last year, SMU didn't really know what it had at corner. And you had Brandon Stevens, a converted running back that you rolled out there as your starter first game of the year. And you had uh, Armani Johnson, who was going to start his first college football games. And then you had Robert Hayes, who was a senior corner uh, last year. And that was basically it. Now you've got a two deep. And I can tell you something, they're really excited about the group they have at the corner position. And it is, uh, it's crazy how, how quickly that uh, a position like that can change overnight. And uh, they're, they're in a good spot at corner. But uh, again, wish Eric Sutton the best. He moves on. On the flip side of all of this, SMU did uh, add a, another transfer to the roster. Justin Osborne who was at Flower Mound Marcus for the first three years of his high school career before finishing up at IMG Academy in Florida. He transfers from Auburn after just one season on the roster with the Tigers. They are going to try to apply for a waiver for him to play right away. But you look at the group now at guard, especially uh, if that's where Justin Osborne ends up, he could end up playing tackle. Auburn thought he could end up playing tackle, but he was kind of figuring more into the guard uh, battle uh, at this point in, in fall camp. But if you've got Danielson E.K. and Justin Osborne, Marcus Smith, uh, guys like that that are that are working their way into that guard spot for the future, you know, this year I think Dimitri Jordan is somebody to watch. Danielson E.K. is somebody to watch for sure. Um, and then you've got rotational guys like Kobe Bryant, uh, who's also in there. Left guard seems pretty solidified there uh, as well. So. This is a uh, offensive line that continues to get a talent added to it. Sonny Dykes and his staff will not turn down offensive line talent, and they got that in, in Justin Osborne, who is one of the highest-rated players uh, to end up on the roster at SMU. So that just goes to show kind of how highly thought of uh, he was coming out of high school, and, and now as he comes back closer to home, we'll see how he does uh, here at SMU as he gets his career underway. He's already enrolled on campus. So... Now, let's go to uh, the kind of bad side for SMU a little bit here, and or at least the one that has everybody in the Sunday Scaries thread uh, going nuts. But over the weekend on the recruiting front, SMU uh, offensive tackle target Savion Bird headed up to Oklahoma with his folks to check out Norman on a player-led Sooner Summit. So Carl Williams... The dad of five-star quarterback commit Caleb Williams kind of organized this weekend up in Norman, and players are allowed to kind of walk around and not really talk with the, not talk to the staff at all. And so it's uh, was an interesting weekend to follow for sure on the board. 
my thing about it, and as we have monitored Savion Bird, of course, for a long, long time, the crystal ball picks are naturally rolling in for Savion Bird to Oklahoma. But from talking with sources, as the dust has kind of settled here in the first three days since he's been back from that trip, I still get the sense that he's going to drag things out and stay patient with the process. Could that change? Sure. I mean, it's recruiting. Uh, could Savion want to ultimately sit down and, and say, I want to try to focus on my senior season if there's going to be one and, and I want to be committed going in. Sure. But that has not been the plan for quite some time since really the COVID-19 pandemic shut down recruiting. His family, his circle has really put the brakes on a decision. There was some thought that it was going to come like April, May. We reported that on our board. But since then, most everyone you talk to has been uh, pretty adamant that Savion Bird's going to take his time. And unless some of his inner circle and people are, you know that know that are in the know of his recruitment are giving SMU a little bit of the runaround, he seems like he's going to continue to go through the recruiting process and not make a, make a commitment. I haven't touched my crystal ball pick. Don't plan to anytime soon. Uh, Oklahoma did gather a... Uh, Good bit of the buzz, of course, over the weekend. Savion Bird had a great time up at Oklahoma. Um, but right now, I'm not touching my crystal ball pick. I have no plans to. And it seems like at this point, Savion Bird will continue to go through the recruiting process. Now, SMU did miss the cut for five-star running back Kamar Wheaton. Kind of expected. We had said a while back that things were fading there for SMU. There was some hope that I think the connections to Preston Stone, the quarterback commit, could maybe pull off a shocker here and keep him home in Dallas, but it doesn't appear to be the case right now. Obviously, with him leaving SMU out of his top three of Oklahoma, Alabama, and LSU, the Sooners have got, gathered the uh, crystal ball momentum there as well to land Kamar Wheaton, and uh, SMU, like we said, faded out of it at this point, and now uh, will really, in terms of four-star prospects, uh, that, that that's kind of uh, Savion Bird is, is probably the number one guy right now. Keetron Jackson, of course, still out there. We haven't seen him make his commitment to Texas uh, where the crystal ball stands right now. Jaram Bradley is still out there. Uh, he's committed to Texas Tech. Braylon Jackson, another one to watch out of Mansfield, uh, Lake Ridge. He's got the crystal balls all on SMU, and we think uh, a decision could come sometime this month. And same thing for David Abiara the Mansfield legacy defensive lineman who's committed to Texas, or excuse me, committed to Notre Dame. He's a four-star prospect. Oklahoma has the crystal ball picks in to land him on a flip, but SMU continues to stay patient and, and thinks they're in a good spot there to uh, make that happen as well, but that's a weird recruitment. If you're starting to kind of follow it on multiple boards, it's starting to kind of get the sense that a lot of people don't necessarily know what he's thinking at this point, but the one thing we've kind of gathered is he wants to make a final decision sooner rather than later. So we'll continue to monitor that as well on the recruiting front. Now, uh, finally, let's kind of do some punch out things here on the football front. Uh, SMU is receiving votes in the AP Top 25. Uh, if you took out the teams that weren't that aren't playing this year, SMU would be right around 30. And um, you know that's a good spot to be. That's that's uh, after a 10 win season last year, SMU's got a chance to uh, you know make some noise and and, and certainly pick things up as they get into uh, the season at some point. Finally, uh, Texas State looming September 5th down in San Marcos. We'll be down there. 
Uh, and I think we're probably going to get our first Sonny Dykes uh, media availability at some point before that game. I don't know what it's going to look like. I would imagine he gets to meet with us uh, as a media group, uh, you know, invited or whatever. Uh, I think it'll be on Zoom, I would imagine, uh, or they could just not. Um, but we are closing in on game week. And so you're going to want to be on Pony Stampede and and definitely, uh, you know, lock in with a subscription, get it for 50% off. There are only a few days left in August. When this deal runs out, it's over. Uh, we're celebrating 10 years of 24-7 sports. We've had a huge response uh, with the deal already. So hopefully you guys are jumping on board with it and um, enjoying all the practice coverage. We're, we're able to get uh, some details out of our sources and uh, every day, pretty much, we've been dropping notes on how the Mustangs are looking, preparing for this 2020 season. And also, could there be another transfer in the works? You might want to check that out. Again, pick up a subscription to do that. But with that, guys, we're going to wrap up this edition of the podcast. Hope everyone enjoyed it and hope everybody has a, a safe rest of the week. And uh, we will catch you next time. We're going to do a uh, subscriber Q&A edition as well as get back on our final position previews before the 2020 season gets underway. So hope you guys have a great rest of the week and thanks for listening to the Pony Stampede podcast. Let's go! It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.